0: Winifred and Mary were actual real witches. It was actually a mother-daughter pair in Salem. But the Sarah witch, I don't know where the Sarah name came from, so maybe they're just like, all right, Sarah, Jessica Parker, we don't want you to get confused, so we're just going to make your character's name Sarah? <laughs>
1: uh. Hello
2: and welcome to the Halloween episode of Medium Salt, (laughs) the 90s nostalgia podcast that takes a look at movies and pop culture from the past and examines them through a modern lens to see how we've grown as individuals and as a community. I am your host, Matt, and joined by my very good friend and fellow host, Kate. Today, we are talking about the 1993 film Hocus Pocus, starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimi, and directed by Kenny Ortega. But first, Kate, how are you? Spooky. I'm not actually
0: <laughs> spooky. <laughs> um, tired, but it's a beautiful day. The weather is yeah. actually starting to get cold. For people who yeah. don't know, Matt yeah. and I both live in Texas. Largely considered a mistake, the entire state. Um, But (laughs) uh, it's finally like below eighty degrees reliably for the first time this year, and it's yeah, it's a it's
2: a gorgeous day. It's a good you know today is actually so we're actually recording this on Halloween,
0: right? Because we are Um, late.
2: (laughs) We are late. This will this will come out after Halloween, and y'all just have to deal with it. Um, (laughs) But it's a beautiful, crisp October morning, right right now. The
0: perfect weather for trick or treating. Um,
2: Perfect weather for trick-or-treating. I've got like a nice cup of pu'er tea right now mm-hmm. that I'm just really enjoying. Um, I've
0: embraced my ADHD and I finally started just making my coffee in a thermos because I ah, never finish a warm cup of coffee in my whole life because that's, I set it somewhere. I forget that I made it. It's even just on my desk in front of me and I forget it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: I'm like, well, Yeah. Thermos. The thermos is good. St- um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to do that with uh, like cold brew. Mm. Um, I would, I would brew it overnight and then like stick it in my bike on my way to work because like, I'm that asshole. Like I bike to work every morning and
0: <laughs> uh, I think um, what you meant is great human being and citizen of the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I follow, I follow traffic rules. Okay. Like there are lots of like, listen, you want to talk about bicyclists. No one hates bicyclists more than other bicyclists. <laughs> They're like
0: you know what I get. I totally understand both sides because cars don't know how bicycles are supposed to behave either. So it's yeah, it's not a safe thing to do, right? Like yeah. I know you're not supposed to bike on the sidewalk because of pedestrians. Correct. You're supposed yeah. to no, act no, you're like supposed a to car bike on the road.
2: Yeah, you are a, a bicycle. bicycle.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. But every, every car just hates bicyclists with some sort of fiery passion that I don't understand. So
2: I think a lot of it has to do with like people not understanding like kind of what the rules of the road are for bikes. And, and so they get angry. Like I've, I've seen people complain about, oh, the bike's in the way and blah, blah, blah. And they like, they just don't understand that. Like, yeah, that's where the bike's supposed to be. I know it's Mm -hmm. inconvenient, but like, you know, oh no, you're uh, two minutes late to where you were going. Yeah, you ultimately, know, ultimately
0: that's what it is. It's it, yeah. for me biking in main thoroughfares feels like that feeling you get when you're at a light and you're trying to turn left across lanes of traffic and someone is behind you
1: and you're oh, just, yeah. like, and you're oh, just oh like, oh, oh my no,
0: god. that person's behind me. Oh, they're so pissed. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I could have gone. Nope. Didn't. not, ah, ah, No. Could have gone yeah. seven times. Nope. Sorry. This person behind me is going to murder me. So yeah, I mean, we that's, are,
2: that is. <laughs> yeah,
0: we are in Texas. I actually do know a woman. Uh, no is strong word um no of a woman whose husband is in prison for 20 years for road rage where he got out of his car and he shot someone to death so oh my in gosh Texas, yes
2: yeah let's uh, not yeah hey how about how about people don't do that
0: yeah That'd be great right um, I'm like you know what yeah. just see and, and like there
2: there are there are aggressive bicyclists um like on the road who definitely cause problems and I could see people be getting frustrated at them. And the, but the thing is like, and I, I my own experience as bicyclists, it's hard not to get aggressive at other cars because like if, if a bike gets into an accident with like a person on the, who's walking or like runs into a, a sign or something, right? Like just like they, the worst that probably happens is they might break a bone. Um, but largely everyone's walking away from that interaction. but. If a car hits a bike,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like you're dead, <laughs> like you, right. you, you are dealing with a serious injury. Um, and so it's hard when you're, when you're biking, like you have to be aware that everyone is trying to kill you
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: um, well, it's hard not to get not. aggressive.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Like I, I, you know, I think I've yelled at people on their phones,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know, maybe they weren't paying attention and they got like way too close. I've definitely had my back tire knocked. What? Um, yeah, like people who like run off sign. And then the other thing about biking that a lot of people don't know is that there are like – so there's like the rules and then the rules. Um, so legally, yes, a bike is a car. And depending on what state you're in, there are different rules for stop signs and red lights and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I always stop at a red light. Um, and then there's a current – there's two different ways of thought when it comes to stop signs and you're on a bike. Because a bicycle has a better field of view. Right you can mm-hmm. s- you have you can see, you can see a much wider degree mm-hmm. of and you've got good point you've got a good stance right like you're up high you can see everything if you're coming up on a stop sign you know there's no traffic by um, there are people who s- like say it's safer and better for a stop for a bike to treat a stop sign as a yield
1: mm. um,
2: cuz one it gets them through the intersection faster and the intersection is the point of conflict so the less time you spend in a point of conflict the less chance of a of of a something bad happening mm mm-hmm. Um, and then there, there's the other line, It's like, no, you're a vehicle. That's a stop sign. You stop. Right. Um, which means like when, you, when you're done being stopped, you have to start pedaling to get back up to speed, which takes mm-hmm. longer. So you're in the intersection longer, causing everyone to be at the intersection longer because they're waiting for you to get through. Right. So, man, I, I don't even know where to start with that. There's data on it. Listen to people who know what they're talking about. Don't mm-hmm. listen to me.
0: We need more roundabouts <laughs> in America.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. That would be wonderful. I mean, Mm -hmm. I say that. Uh, I've been through a few roundabouts, and people do not know how to drive them.
0: We need more roundabouts and for people to know how to use them. Yeah. Um, I actually got an electric bike, which, you know...
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt
0: felt pretty guilty about it originally. Like, I was giving myself a hard time for other people. But one of the things that I love is it actually gives me a lot more confidence out on the road, because when I do come to a full stop... I can get up to like 20 miles an hour very quickly with my throttle to get through intersections.
2: Yes. And I just, yeah, I just fucking zip through
0: that. it. Yeah. And even if I don't use it for anything else, it was worth it for that because that's yeah. the worst, right? I'm also super shaky on my bike still. Cause mm. the whole, it's just like riding a bike. Well, maybe I was just never good at it. I don't know. Cause I'm not good <laughs> at right
1: now. So
0: yeah, but I feel yeah. so powerful when I'm like, yes, 20 miles an hour. <laughs> you know, I,
2: I really liked e-bikes for like errands Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, because because they they help you get up and go real fast like the grocery Mm -hmm. store is kind of uphill for me Mm -hmm. and so if i wanted to bike to the store it was kind of a pain in the ass but with the e-bike it's you know whatever you're there um and and when you load it down with groceries the e-bike is helping go Mm -hmm. so um i love the e-bike for for errands and things it's just fantastic and Um, I know people who use it to commute to work and so that they can show up at work and not be all sweaty. So that's good too.
0: For me, I think the phase of life that I'm in right now is that my general level of fitness and like cardiovascular health is not great. And so Mm -hmm. I have this huge activation energy required to get me to move and to do things. And so having like, I'm, I have a lot of fears around being on my bike and getting too far away from home and not being able to get back.
1: Right. Because I'm too
0: tired or even just it not being fun because it's such a slog. But I know I can go out on my bike. I can really just not even pedal at all if I don't want to and then still have a great time. I don't. I always end up pedaling, which is the point. Right. I kind of like trick myself into
2: it. This is great. (laughs) Yeah. I love bicycles. And and when it comes to being active, like doing something you love is just so much better than like, like if you hate it, you're not going to do it. Right. So.
1: You I know what didn't have that, like- oh,
2: Sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I definitely feel like a better mode of transportation uh, than a bike would be a broom.
2: Hmm. So. That's better than the transition I was going to do. Oh, yeah? It's like, you know what movie didn't have any bikes?
0: There weren't any bikes in it?
2: I mean, I don't remember any bikes. <laughs>
0: So funny. There might have been train. bikes. I don't know. I
2: watched it like Friday, so like I yeah. Would there remember, might have been like, but, like one
0: bike. It wasn't. There definitely no. weren't any important. Oh no, bikes. there
2: was a bike. There was a bike in the beginning when he got his shoes taken.
0: Yes, and he was riding. And he had to his ride it with no socks. shoes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hold on. I've got Were a good transition. A bike
0: later? No, I don't remember. No.
2: I've got a good transition, and if we don't like it, we'll we'll do your transition.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Um. You know what I would hate to do on a bike. Ride it in my socks.
0: <laughs> that sounds really uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> and you know what movie had that in it? Tell me, Matt. Today's movie, Hocus Pocus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this whole movie is just getting me giggling at you, know, which that, is
2: great. This <laughs> is the smoothest transition ever.
0: Ah, smooth like butter. <laughs> um, do you want to just a yeah. transition? <laughs> we should just have this conversation about yeah, like, well, transition. i
2: going to transition. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and now we will transition.
2: We're podcasters.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're so good at stuff.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: It's Halloween. There's a giddy energy in the air. Forgive us. Yeah. Also, Hocus Pocus was not bad. I was really. I think I have just been. <laughs> Sort of scared into being like, oh no, every movie I've ever watched is going to be terrible every time I watch it again. Aaron had yeah. never seen Hocus Pocus, my husband. He had never seen Hocus Pocus before oh last night. Oh my gosh. Night, right? And the entire time he was like, wow, Sarah Jessica Parker looks really hot as a witch. And I was like, yeah, she does. <laughs> the benefit of being bisexual is that you can check out women with your husband. So
1: <laughs> hey,
2: nice. Hey. I actually have something to say about Sarah Jessica Parker's role in this film and like the way... She was both sexualized and not. Yeah, it was very interesting. It was interesting, and I, I couldn't quite nail how I felt about it.
0: I think we should just talk about it until we, we feel like we've got it down.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. So, like, I remember, you know, as I was younger, you know, I thought that was like, oh, pretty late. Because I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she's yeah. really pretty. Oh, look, pretty, you know? pretty witch. <laughs> Makes me feel funny things in my tummy. But- <laughs> <laughs> I remember
0: thinking that Bette Midler looked a lot like my mom. For oh, some God. reason, yeah, my mom has really curly hair, and uh-huh. I think that she also has sort of, like, large front teeth. And so, for whatever reason, my little kid mind was like, oh, yeah. Not, not to say that my mom was a witch. Well. Maybe a little. I have a difficult relationship with my mom, but we'll <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> she never a... hears this. I love you, Mom, yeah.
2: but, yeah. But, like, maybe calm it down with the Black Cauldron. Like maybe put that away yeah. sometimes. It's not Halloween The, the hangman
0: fat candle. Where'd you get that fat?
2: <laughs> yeah. And why does it burn black?
0: I don't know. It's really cool though. <laughs> okay. So ultimately Hocus Pocus is a super campy movie, right? And oh, super
2: camp. Like it's it is just unapologetic re- about itself, yeah. which is
0: nice. It leans a hundred percent into it. There's like cartoon level gags and you know, somebody gets hit with a frying pan and these three ridiculous witches who are strangely charismatic. I think.
2: So. Oh my gosh, they, they, yes, they steal the movie. If they it, steal if the it whole movie. And I think they knew that. I think when they were writing, like the film, they knew that because, mm-hmm. like, without those three actors and their particular chemistry, this movie mm-hmm. doesn't work at all. <laughs> it's just the plot's so dumb, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like this, also like I don't want this podcast isn't like cinema We're not going to nitpick the crap out of it. But no, uh,
0: it was it was enjoyable. I enjoy watching this movie. It's absurd. Basically, the entire plot of the movie is we have these three witches. Of course, they have to be evil because right, yeah. they're witches, and the most evil thing you could ever do is kidnap and murder children. Save the yep. children. To be fair, I am not I mean kidnapping, kidnapping and
2: murdering children is pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I'm not defending <laughs> that as an
2: activity
0: <laughs> at all. I'm not like, yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> but <laughs> um I I do take a little bit uh, I think that the the safety and preservation of children is used as a as like a um a lance to get a lot of other shitty things done, that's what—that's yeah, my problem. Oh,
2: absolutely, especially yeah, in like, the '90s. Like that oh, was really still, big, in the right? 90s. Like, like if you
0: if you need to, yeah. if you need to, well, I think has been like a change. resurgence,
2: mm-hmm. you know, like lately, like because in the '90s there was that resurgence, and mm-hmm. I think we're seeing another one
0: now. Yeah, but what about the kids? And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> other people also matter. What about the?
2: Oh, who was it that was the worst? About Laura Bush? No. I don't know. There was I forget who it was. They had like a huge campaign against like explicit content and music, and like oh. huge flashback against gangster rap, and like everything was D and D. He's gonna satanic oh, and kill yes. children, and the
0: Catholic Church. You can't play D
2: and D. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The for the you know the episode we're we about to record on MP on the MPA rating system
1: mm-hmm.
2: that church stuff comes up. Oh, oh, I'm really ready. It comes up. Oh, in the weirdest way. In the absolute oh. weirdest way.
1: Like, well, I'm going to
2: mention it, and you're just going to be like... <sighs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a huge resurgence of, of like, puritanism and religious mm-hmm. puritanism in the 90s. And I wonder how much of that... Like, I didn't get that big feeling from this movie, but there was definitely a little bit of the cultural undertone there.
0: It's almost an assumption. Right? Yeah,
2: exactly. It doesn't have
0: to be said because everyone just knows that that's the standard in this movie. Yeah. Right? Um,
1: yeah.
0: We have Max, the kid who's from Los Angeles, who moves to Salem, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, randomly a yep. week before Halloween. How can um, we
2: their Their shooting location for this movie is gorgeous.
0: Yeah, um, it's actually I Salem, mean, Mass- Massachusetts.
2: So I'm, I'm a little biased because my family is from Massachusetts. Um, and I think Massachusetts is one of the most gorgeous places, (laughs) like just New England in general. It's just gorgeous. It's beautiful.
0: It's absolutely Um, gorgeous.
2: Definitely rivals like the, maybe the Pacific Northwest is like the other place. I I like, I like trees and hills and mountains. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, like um, visual scenery and differences. Yeah. There's like a haunting beauty to the desert, but I don't want to look out at the desert every day. So. Right.
2: Right. I like green.
0: So yeah, he moves to the, he moves to the sleepy town, and he's supposed to be. <laughs> we're supposed to think, I guess, that he's like the bad boy ish, right? Or like the the fish out of water sort of city boy moved to a weird
1: New yeah. England town because
0: when we first see him, he's he's like the skeptic. He's like, ah, this is dumb. This is dumb Halloween stuff. I'm I'm too old for this, mm-hmm. and witches aren't real, and <laughs> whatever. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's, he's definitely, like, he's, he's he tries to be cool L.A., mm-hmm. especially, like, when he slips his number to the...
0: He doesn't even slip the, it, he just the... hands it directly yeah, he to her, her in front of everyone, after, like, and I'm like, woof, yeah. bold move.
2: Yeah, he's definitely trying to play cool L.A. guy. And, like, there's mm-hmm. this weird, like, anti-California message to there this really movie. There really is, yeah. Like, they really do not like that this kid is from L.A., and the weird thing about that is that not a single person in this movie has a Massachusetts accent. <laughs> that's like true. they all have, <laughs> they all have like generic LA accents? accents. Yeah, of course. like. And I say that like obviously I, I I spent my early childhood in Massachusetts. My family's can from you, Massachusetts. Can you give me
0: some of your your Massachusetts accent? I
2: cannot, not really. So here's the deal: I was partially raised by TV, and so what about I you have park the car. Oh, that's that's stereotypical and like. That's, yes, that's that's a uh, uh, that's, that's a little patri- patronizing. I don't want to <laughs> I do want to do that, especially since I haven't spoken like that. I haven't been to Massachusetts in a while. Like when I mm-hmm. when I'm in Massachusetts and I'm around it a lot, I can like I can kind of pick it up. But I'm I'm much. I'm, it's way easier for me to like pull out a South like Houston Texas accent because yeah. When I, I get upset or I time. start
0: to be around other people that are definitely like using their drawls, I'll mm-hmm. definitely start sounding a little more country.
2: So yeah, but like Massachusetts is a very small state area wise it's like you know maybe the size of like the dfw metroplex (laughs) and within that within that small area there's probably like a dozen strong accents that are all unique distinct and like strong like weird and um none of that in this movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, it's, everyone has, like, a basic L.A. accent, and they're all just, like, bagging on L.A., and I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, this is just weird.
1: This yeah. is
2: weird. It's weird. I
1: think weird not they all have
2: that North Boston accent.
1: That's like, mm-hmm. I mean, You're my family's from, from LA. South,
2: so, like, uh, my, my, my my family's accent it wouldn't be anything like what they would speak like, but they would be speaking like something. Right. You know?
0: Instead of just, these are all actors who live in L.A., and no one's doing an accent.
2: yeah. Yeah. If you want an example of a Boston accent, just go watch any movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon.
0: (laughs) Hey, I love any movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, so you shush.
2: (laughs) Hey, if the movie starts with the dropkick Murphys, you're in for a good Mm -hmm. time.
0: You're in for a good time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, for this movie, interestingly enough, I guess because I was rewatching it with a critical eye, I definitely paid more attention to the child acting. Being Mm. a child actor sounds very difficult. And also, they weren't great at it. (laughs)
2: Well, so. no. And I've worked with child actors. And, um, you know, some of them are good. Some of them are, mm-hmm. some of them are bad. Um, but they're children. And they... I don't like child actors. I don't think there should be child actors. I understand that stories need children to tell s- stories about children. But I've never met... A healthy... A well-adjusted child actor. And I've never met parents of a child actor that I thought weren't complete fucking assholes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how do you, I frequently ask myself this question when I see people who like, who are really good at something when they're kids, mm-hmm. how, right? Was it, <laughs> maybe it's because as a child, I did not magically fi- feel drawn to any particular thing that I was going to do for hours and hours and hours and hours. I have met kids who have legitimately done that. And so I used to nanny for these three boys and the oldest boy he was 10 or 11 he knew more about paleontology than any adult in my life this he mm. was homeschooled and he was entirely self-driven to the point where he would email paleontologists and tell them that their their findings were wrong in specific articles and he would do <laughs> he would do his own his own drawings of what dinosaurs are supposed to look like from the bones. I can't remember what that's called. And the the kid just blew me out of the water. Like he was amazing. So I wonder if there's anything like that for acting, but it just feels so contrived. It feels like parents forcing their children to do things. Yeah. a
2: set, a set is not a a healthy environment for a child. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a healthy um, environment
0: for adults.
2: (laughs) No, it isn't. I've, Oh God, no. I uh, <laughs> I did horrible things to myself when I was working on sets. Um,
0: um, yeah, or God forbid you be a woman, and you know. Oh,
2: don't you? Oh God, that's yeah. that's too heavy. Um,
0: okay, Happy Halloween, everyone.
2: Yeah, happy the scariest.
0: Halloween. The scariest. We're gonna Guillermo Guillermo del Toro this bitch. The monsters were the humans all along.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to be a special kind of asshole to try and monetize your children like that, mm-hmm. and. A set is just not a good place for a child's development. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a father now, and like I can't even imagine now. Like, yes, I've met children who loves, like they love being on stage, they loved acting and stuff, and I think that's you know that's great. Put them in community theater
1: mm-hmm.
2: or something. Don't don't put them on a They're set like little of kid a productions film productions of things. Yeah, like there's a way to foster and encourage their creativity and the way they act without trying to turn them into stars as children.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: don't think there's plenty of, of people out there who can talk about their own experiences as child actors. Um, I know we've mentioned her before.
0: Mara Wilson.
2: Mara Wilson. Um,
0: Princess of our show. We love you. Yeah. Talks and about it is lot. Also, um, it, is, is, it is Mara. I looked it up.
2: Mara. Okay. Well, I, I said it wrong in other episodes. Mara, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: You're a beautiful human being.
2: So the child acting in this movie is is ranges. Some of it. Yeah. Like the little girl is pretty good. She's all right. Yeah. I mean
0: I mean, she she plays the parts that she is I think she's bad at the quiet parts. You know, like when she's supposed to be showing emotions that she's not speaking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she's just so charismatic. She's such a cute little girl. I was going mm-hmm. to say about the child acting. I always really like stories about um good ones. So I don't know if you've ever watched Malcolm in the Middle.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, loved Brian, Cranston, in the Brian Cranston.
0: Brian mm-hmm. Cranston would actually take all three boys home with him, like over the holidays and on set breaks because their parents really were sweet. really far away. And yeah. yeah, he just he took care of them. And mm-hmm. Brian Cranston is a solid ass dude. Like he's, yeah. he's anti canceled. He's great. Um, and it's so fun to watch that show and then watch Breaking Bad.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is Malcolm the Little 90s show? Can we cover that on a light salt maybe?
0: We should absolutely cover um, it because it's because I have, interesting. I have a lot of,
2: yeah, it's, it's interesting to talk about. There's a lot yeah, of things. It's anti
0: capitalist it and it's yeah, it's it actually goes into the whole gifted child trauma, which is interesting. Yeah.
2: Because nothing else shows that, right? Which is something we're both a little familiar with. Not super familiar with.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, Matt. I'm not a supermodel astronaut, so I've clearly failed my family.
2: (laughs) Right? (laughs) You didn't. You didn't become a famous actor. How could you?
0: Yeah. Well, an actor isn't a smart enough job. It has to be something so. That's true. It has to be something super, super,
2: super heady. Yeah. But I mean, the way they told the story of the lower middle income or working class family.
0: Mm-hmm. On TV,
2: the way I never, like, you know, you look at.
0: There has never been a show like it since. No,
2: no, there really hasn't. And even like before, there just really wasn't that. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone was pretty well off.
0: Also, it's like a family that really does love each other, right? Mm-hmm. And But shows- they have the
2: same like problems that a working class family does. They have the same right. like kind of like emotional regulation issues that happens mm-hmm. with stress that is constantly bombarding yeah that lifestyle i could I could identify very heavily with that show, like that was just well, like we should do
0: an episode, maybe just on the entire you know. show as a concept,
2: yeah, yeah, no, we don't have to go through like any maybe pick an episode or two just like, oh yeah, the episode was great, or whatever yeah
0: if it gets if it gets people to watch it, then yes, I want to do it because I think I'm very fond of that show,
1: yeah, anyway.
0: but anyway, hocus pocus, so focus, focus. child acting, I'm with you, it's really weird. I actually know someone who was a child actor and is now a performer. He now, um, composes and does things for Broadway shows. Okay. But yeah, his, uh, his family was a little strange. His mom was definitely the spearhead of a lot of it. Right. And then Mm -hmm. he liked it and, you know, went into the performing arts and that was great. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know too much about the actual journey. I just know that I've got question marks, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, so we should probably get back. Um, <laughs> our main character from LA. Mm-hmm. He's moved to Salem, Massachusetts. Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, where he learns about witches and things, and he doesn't take him seriously because he's from LA,
1: mm-hmm. and everybody
2: hates him because he's from LA, and he's the mm-hmm. new kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then what? What? What's next?
0: He gets bullied really early, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. one of the first things he gets bullied yeah. by these two really weird. Like it's, it's like these two characters were written to be bully teenage bullies by someone who's never talked to a teenager. Yeah. It's like, I think that they were supposed to be stoned, but they were trying to get him to give them a cigarette randomly. Like he's biking home and they stop him. And then he's like, I don't have one. He doesn't have any money. He doesn't have a cigarette. But they are just such bizarre characters. Everything they say is so weird.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it's so it's it's this is a family movie, and I think that comes into it. So I think about those two characters very similarly to the two like kind of bully characters in the Power Rangers. Mm. If you ever watched the Power Rangers,
0: it's been a really long time.
2: Yeah, but there were the two. There were these two like bully characters that were just like hopeless, like stoner like just useless characters and i think like that was just like the the archetype for a for a kid's movie like this a kid could identify this character as a bully as a bully for sure but i always like i don't know i was watching the thing and i was like i wonder if those actors are just like really chill to hang out with in real life because they just yeah, look they're like they're, they're having great. a hard time being dicks
0: <laughs> yeah like they look really fun <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: they just turned that into dickery, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fast forward. Of course, we inevitably end up at the point where we Max is a virgin and lights the black flame candle, which, oh, no, you're not supposed to do. Um, yeah. His love interest is, of course, there and his little sister. And the witches come back. I actually really yep. like the effects in this movie, like the floor moving and the green light shining through the floor when the witches are coming back was really cool.
2: So the effects in this film... Are all practical. So it's Mm -hmm. all um, special effects, not visual effects.
0: Well, except for the cat, because that is actually the first, this is the first Disney movie that used digital effects and they used it Uh, for Thackeray Binks, Thackeray being the coolest name ever.
2: Yes. Um, And I think, but that was pretty much it. I think everything, everything else was special effects, not visual effects.
0: Right. You can see like when they're on the brooms and they're going very slow.
2: (laughs) But it was, it has the feeling of like a cheesy theme park ride, like Mm -hmm. in, in, in the best way possible. Oh, yeah. Like, if you've, ever, if you've ever ridden, like, one of those, like, Pirates of the Caribbean-type rides, yeah. where, the, like, all the set pieces are, like, on actuators, and they're moving around, there's lights flashing everywhere, and... Yeah,
0: the floor um, is wobbling because someone under yeah. it is pushing it up and making it wobble. Yeah.
2: It definitely... It looks good on, on screen. It, it feels fun. It, to the modern eye, it, it feels very tv movie Ish. Right, but this whole movie kind of does. It feels like a TV yeah. movie. There's not like any big set pieces, but that might be my modern sensibility.
0: It almost was a made-for-TV movie, actually.
2: Um, okay, well, that apparently might be the
0: it. biggest the biggest set piece was actually that they used Disney's biggest set and they made the cemetery, the whole cemetery. They actually uprooted mm. trees from the from the East Coast and brought it in to the to the. Okay.
2: That makes Studio. a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. like everything else, like all the exterior stuff that wasn't at the cemetery, it all felt pretty. Like it was all, it seemed like it was on location. I didn't do any research to see if it was, but it felt, it felt right. Cause yeah. being from most Massachusetts, I'm like, of, oh yeah, those, that all looks familiar.
0: Most of those were like shot in Massachusetts, like shot in Salem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, right. our three witches, they are, they're so interesting. Like they, mm-hmm. um, We don't get a lot of what their motivation is, except they want to be young and beautiful again, which.
2: Right. Well, that's why they start. They want to be young and beautiful.
0: (laughs) Right. And and live forever.
2: And live forever. And they do that by consuming the youth of children. Yeah. Sucking the
0: souls out of kids.
2: And I think it becomes more important after they get hanged, like back in the 1700s. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um, Or was it 1600s? 1600s. Um, Because when they come back, they only have until the, the candle goes down to live. so like one night. They have one night with the candle until dawn. Um, And if the candle goes out, they're out of life. So they needed the life of the children to keep going after them.
0: So originally, it was selfishness. They were all old when we first saw them, and then they sucked life out of...
2: Well, old. They had old-ish, terrible makeup on, and then they wiped it (laughs) off.
0: (laughs) Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker actually did legitimately look terrifying, but...
2: Yeah. Well, I think that was the biggest contrast. Mm-hmm. Was was Sarah Jessica Parker's character because they made her so because Sarah Jessica Parker at the time was so young and they mm-hmm. like such a huge drastic difference. Yeah. So they come back, they wanna, they wanna they wanna consume all the children, but
0: it's interesting because like how many how many child souls do they actually need? Like they're like, oh, we're gonna. They want sub-
2: all the kids in Salem. Yeah. All the children but, in Salem. What <laughs> that
0: feels so much like a we just need to be- make our villains really, really evil, right? right. Like,
2: One million dollars. <laughs>
0: like, they Also, definitely the thing where your villain has to reveal their plot or whatever, and yeah. then you can thwart yeah. them.
2: Well, it's a kid's movie. You know, yeah. Like you got to keep it digestible. It's a kid's movie that starts out with um, a young girl getting killed. <laughs> but, but she doesn't get um, killed.
0: What? No, no, the I found little girl really gets interesting killed
1: f- the first no, scene. No, she does.
0: Yeah, but yeah. I found it interesting because she does not move at all. Like she does not no, do no, anything very... in her own mm-hmm. defense. She just she's not even tied up.
2: Yeah. Well, you, you could argue that fair. she's under a spell.
0: Oh, that is fair. That makes me no. feel better because at first I was like, "Wow, maybe do something." <laughs> also, it's really funny because. When we when we first come in on the movie, right, and the witches are going to suck the soul out of this little girl, mm-hmm. her brother is there, Thackeray Binks, and he's up in the rafters and he has all this time while they're like, they're talking and they're making this potion and mm-hmm. they're dancing. Like, you know, we're getting some character development, I guess, from the we're yeah. getting some exposition about the the characters and figuring out who they are, because, you know, Bette Midler's the smart one. She's Winnie, Winifred.
2: Right. She's the one in charge.
0: Yes, and then we have the super dotty but attractive Sarah Jessica Parker
2: mm-hmm. as Who's Sarah, like a little childish. Yeah, um, very that's, childish. What I want to get to, um, yeah, in a minute. But
0: and then we have Mary, who is
2: comedic relief. Comedic in, relief, in a trio somewhere of comedic in the middle. Relief.
0: Yeah, like she's yeah. she's the more caring. I think she's yeah. the most caring witch, but she's also just a right. little bit out of it. She doesn't really know what's going on. And yeah. it's interesting because clearly these women have been alive for a long time already at this point to have these very weirdly immature personalities. Yeah. But oh, anyway, the point is. Sorry, ADHD. <laughs> the point is. So Thackeray Binks is up in the rafters. and He has all this time while they are making the potion and talking or whatever. And his plan, after all this time, is he just jumps down into the middle of the room <laughs> and is like, "Hey,
1: <laughs> no." Oh. <laughs> Cut and then out. later, <laughs>
0: fucking Max does the same thing. Like, yeah. I'm like, ah, think of a plan.
2: You got to parallel the two characters. I know. Like, look, they're kind of the same. They have a little sister that's blah, blah, blah. And that's why Thackeray Binks is so attached. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, when they, get to the, um, when they get to the shack where they resurrect the witches.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, real quick. The main conflict of the film is um, our main character, Max, resurrects the witches as part of a dare, because he doesn't believe the witch's curse thing is real. A dare then, he gives
0: himself. Gotta yeah, he,
2: he's just to show how cool he is because he's from LA mm-hmm. and he doesn't buy all the, the Salem witch stuff. Um, resurrects the witches, and um, before the witches can like stop them, they run away with the witch's spell book. Mm-hmm. And the witches need the spell book so that they can steal all the souls of the children because they have the memories of goldfish. Which actually have long memories, but we'll get that's, that's a different thing. Um, they have the memories of goldfish, and so they need to they need the spell book back to do that. So they're chasing our main characters through the town while the, the main characters try to stop the witches from doing witch things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the main conflict of the film. It's it's simple. It doesn't get yeah. much more complicated than that. Um,
0: Zany but, antics follow.
2: Yeah, but when they get to the the when they get to the shack. Which has mm-hmm. become a museum of, of the Sanderson sisters' witchcraft, slash uh, tourist trap, um, where they sell tchotchkes and knickknacks. Um, they Max picks up like his like what was basically becomes his totem for the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. Is that Zippo lighter?
0: Right. This whole movie. This movie is a, a ninety
2: minute commercial for Zippo lighter. <laughs> for Zippo.
0: I, and I the have thing- that exact thought, too, because you used it all the fucking time. And it's just, like, it clearly says Zippo.
2: Yeah. Right. Like, who's Zippo trying? Why is Zippo trying to sell lighters to kids? Yeah. But, like...
0: Later, there's also another product placement that I can't recall super distinctly, but it was like, oh, that's a product placement.
2: Yeah. The thing that bugged me about the Zippo is they go to the store, and the store's been closed for like months or whatever, maybe years. It's like enough full that of
0: cobwebs. It's full of cobwebs. Like... And,
2: years. and the guy just like picks a Zippo off the shelf and lights it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And let me tell you, if you've ever had a Zippo, they run out of fuel. If you look at them wrong.
1: Right.
0: We have the anti-Zippo all right. ad.
2: <laughs> like, they're like, there are like all these tricks for like trying to keep your Zippo full of fuel. Like, Oh, you put some, some Vaseline around the side or whatever. Petroleum jelly is like, no, no. <laughs> that Zippo runs out of fuel if it's just sitting there in your pocket. All right, it's not yeah. gonna. It's on the shelf. The guy's not gonna pick it up, and then he has fuel for the whole movie. His Zippo, most unrealistic thing, movie. and that's and that's the only Cinemason's bullshit thing I'm gonna bring up, just because it really bothers me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we get one per movie. Yeah. Each of us.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. Have
0: <laughs> to decide what mine is.
2: Yeah. Like I, think I have a note here on my little like Zippo lighter. My ass. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my problem is the the lighting of the movie compared to the Zippo. Well they'll be somewhere and they'll have to oh, say yeah. out loud, Oh, I can't see anything, even and though we he can see gone. everything. Yeah. And then he turns the Zippo on, like with this tiny flame. Right.
1: The none tiny of the little
0: lighting of the flickering. actual scene changes, but now yeah. they can magically see from this very tiny flame. And yeah. I'm like, it's, what is happening?
2: <laughs> it's very, you know, it's it's very like stagecrafty. Mm -hmm. You know, like I would almost buy this if it was a, if it was a, if it was a a film,
0: a theater. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like if it was a play and like, everything's just like a prop and you're just supposed to like get information, disbelief. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. then yeah. Okay. But in a movie, it just plays weird. It plays like Zippo paid a lot of money to be (laughs) able to have a lot of screen time (laughs) on this Disney film.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The parents are completely removed from the entire thing very early on. And then in fact, they're trying yeah. to, they are, they try to get help from a cop and they try to right. get help from their parents. Yeah. The cop is not actually a real cop. He's just a douchebag outside of a biker bar who right. pretends to be a cop, which is very illegal. And well, it's
2: Halloween. So he's well, dressed no, as a cop and I then he decides up. to,
0: yeah, oh. I looked it up. You can dress as a cop, but you cannot convince anyone that you are.
2: Yes. Actually a peace yeah. officer.
0: So what he yeah. did
2: was illegal. Oh, um, oh, absolutely. Like he do was a jackass.
0: Yeah. And he also doesn't look like a cop. He's wearing like a police thing on a leather jacket. Cops are not that yeah. cool. <laughs> um, but anyway, so they try to tell him, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. And it's interesting too, because this, this is the second Disney movie ever. Apparently there used to be a myth that it was the first, but this is the second Disney movie where the word virgin is uttered. Mm. Um, because, like, what do kids even think that that means?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's weird to bring it up in a kid's movie. It like, is. Th- it's, it's weird in the first place um, that they keep bragging on him for being a virgin. Like, kids in high school, yeah. like, what is he? Is he supposed to not be a virgin? He's
1: and the thing is, is, like, and it's because he's a dude mm-hmm.
2: that it's a problem. Yeah. And maybe I, I'd be, almost be willing to give them, like, a benefit of the doubt that they're trying to flip the script. And, like, usually mm-hmm. it's the virginal young woman. woman. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that, like that's pure and all that stuff. And they're flipping it, and it's like, oh, what if the virginal in this myth was the boy? But then, then they, they treat it like, yeah, and then they just make fun of him. Like, that's not quite the same. Like, if you're flipping the s- script, you should also treat him as, like, the pure virginal mm-hmm. youth. Mm-hmm. And, like, the weird warship that goes along with that. Um <laughs> Filmmakers don't because
0: you know men aren't objects, women are objects.
2: It's right, men aren't supposed to be virginal. That's just it's a failure of men if you
0: haven't gotten an object, you know, right?
2: Yeah, um, it's kind of icky.
0: And I mean, he's trying, right? Like, he tries to get Alice in the whole movie and eventually does win her over or whatever, right? But
2: at which point, Disney remembers it's a kid's movie and drops the virginal nonsense,
0: yeah. Um,
2: oh, except at should... the very end or something—the <laughs> last line of the film. Oh,
0: yeah, I had to wait. Well, like, oh, it all started a when a virgin
2: to... lit a candle.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's—I don't remember what I used to think being a virgin was. Right, I, think I probably I, just thought I, yeah. because it's a magical movie, it was some sort of magical thing I didn't know about.
2: Yeah, I feel like I knew, but I don't know how I knew.
0: Mm. Like I
2: don't—I don't know where I picked it up.
0: Yeah interesting
2: i don't know i had weird friends yeah, yeah like, <laughs> you give know? him a
0: hard time about it like the cop himself is, like the fake cop yeah was like yeah. so you're a virgin really
1: like yeah. giving him a hard
0: time about it And he's like yes i will tattoo it on my forehead to his credit yeah. he like never says he's not and he also right, is like yeah. what yeah, the fuck guys it. like <laughs> yeah. why are you doing this
1: um, he
2: doesn't care, which is good. That's at least one yeah. good thing. Like, he doesn't care that he's a virgin. Everybody yeah. else seems to care. They also hate that he's from L.A. So everyone's just bagging on this dude, the this whole poor movie. poor guy.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I just yeah. moved to a new city, and I'm real stressed.
2: Yeah. Um, and, like, in his whole, I guess his his journey
0: mm-hmm.
2: is that he has to care about his little sister.
0: Again, because clearly to. Right? because, like, at the, the
2: beginning, yeah, at, well, at the beginning of the movie, like, he's going through some shit. He just mm-hmm. moved. He's away from all of his friends, mm-hmm. you know. At an at a, at a old enough age, I moved away from all my friends. I remember that being fairly traumatic. It's really hard. Especially um,
0: if you go to school and immediately are yeah. the outcast again. Yeah. Forever, right? Like,
2: So he's going to be a little selfish. He's going to be dealing with some yeah. shit. And he's not going to want to deal with his little sister.
0: And even and though, like, so, like, during the trick-or-treating, even more people are there. And he specifically says, yeah. you just embarrassed me in front of all of the kids at my school. Yeah.
2: Like who all the already guys hate at my, my guts anyway? But who
0: already hate me? Yeah, like so, uh, my life is going to be miserable because you decided not to come this other way with me.
2: Uh, so, and then his journey is basically like stuff happens to his sister, and he realizes, oh no, I love my sister. I've got to save my sister. And in the mm-hmm. and, and as a as a prize for saving his sister, he gets the girl. <laughs> that's that's I guess probably the most weirdest like problematic thing about this movie is like treating the woman as the prize kind of thing. But at the same time, the only you notice the only people kicking butt in this movie are women are women.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that's kind of neat.
0: And the bad guys are cool, and also women.
2: Oh man, the bad guys are so good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That makes the movie, because they just have so many good moments. Yeah. Um, like, even when they first get raised from the dead, and they, they mm-hmm. run into a fire truck for the first time.
0: Yep, and they're like, ah! Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which they Hunters! They have to
0: adjust to a very, very, <laughs> very different world very quickly, and they do it yeah. remarkably well.
2: Yeah. But that's definitely a big part of the the humor of this film is this mm-hmm. not only the witches' interaction with each other, but their interaction with the new world
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: and all the new things, because they're from the sixteen hundreds and now it's the nineteen nineties.
0: Yeah. Like original at the very beginning, he surprises them by summoning fire with his trusty Zippo.
2: And they're yeah. like,
0: oh And then eventually they're like, Nope, this is just a thing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Very quickly. Um, um one of my favorite scenes is when they sing at the town hall party like when they get up on stage and oh, that's, that that is absolutely fucking killing it the,
2: that's the scene that makes the whole movie the like whole when i think movie. when i thought about hocus pocus and i haven't seen it since i was a kid and we mm-hmm. decided to cover it the first thing i thought of was that scene that scene because yeah. it is it is the showstopper it's so again good. this movie would make a great like broadway play or something oh, i like, yeah. mean not Broadway, but like it make well, a Bette good Midler play was in broadway right?
0: and in fact they make yeah. a couple of references to it in the movie like they give a couple nods to it so like Mary calls her divine, and Bette Midler. One of Bette Midler's names is the divine M. That's like one of her yeah. things that she gets called. Well,
2: Bette, Bette Midler's you know well known for her mm-hmm. singing career, and then also um, the director of this movie, uh, uh, Kenny Ortega. Mm-hmm. He's actually most, he's probably more famous for his work as a choreographer, really, than as a director. He was the choreographer on Ferris Bueller.
0: That movie is very well choreographed. Yeah. And now yeah. oh, we should do that too. We should do Ferris Bueller soon.
2: Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, because that one definitely has some things in it.
0: It does, but also I um, love it.
2: Yeah. Uh, but so, like, the movie's very musical, but it only has like two musical numbers,
0: mm-hmm. which I think the, is just bizarre. The song that the siren sings, right? That yeah, Sarah yeah. sings to get all the kids, which is hauntingly beautiful. Like, I still it remember is. that song Absolutely. even from when it was a kid. It just. It did its job, I guess. It got stuck in my little kid brain.
2: <laughs> oh Weird. yeah, I mean when it when I started playing it again, it lit up a bunch of like old neurons gathering dust in the mm-hmm. back of my head.
0: Mm-hmm. Just wanted to wander off into the street and try to go find a really sexy witch to suck your soul out.
2: Yeah, I mean there's worse ways to go.
0: What's interesting is Sarah Jessica Parker actually found out there are worse ways to go, and also Aaron <laughs> would agree with you. Like the whole time, Aaron was like, "Yep, yep." Yep, and I'm like, all right, Aaron, this is a children's movie. But Um, again, I'm
2: conflicted about that. We'll get to that. We'll get that.
0: Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker actually did some research into her her background, and apparently, her like great great grandmother was actually one of the, the the last women accused of witchcraft in
1: Salem.
2: Oh wow! In history, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. So the other weird thing about this movie, I guess, especially, I don't maybe they don't teach this the same everywhere else. But in Massachusetts like the witch trials um definitely seen as a bad thing? Yeah. Like
0: they're not seen as campy and fun. It's like yeah. oh we killed a bunch of women. <laughs> right, know?
2: because we we because we know that you know
0: witches aren't real. Which
2: is the which is the way they are mythologized right. are not real. Like that's just bizarre. They it was used to persecute women that people in power didn't like.
0: Yeah. Women um, that were smart or asked questions.
2: Yeah, you know? it was it was a weird way to exercise control over a populace, mm-hmm. and like
1: and so, like to have this longer.
2: movie that mm-hmm. like kind of like justified witch trials and burning mm-hmm. witches and hanging witches, it just feels really weird. But Especially it's also coming a kids' from Massachusetts, so,
1: yeah. so yeah, you know, so like they're,
2: they're just witches, they're mythological witches, they're not regular people witches.
0: Like they're cartoonishly evil, although they yeah. do get like. As I was watching, I was like, there's a surprising amount of interactions between the sisters. Like this passes the Bechdel test like times a hundred because the sisters talk to each other a lot. And despite the fact that they clearly are very different, they all love each other and get along in a weird way. Yeah. they,
2: They love each other in their evilness. Which I think helps as sisters. They several times they
0: mention their mother, and all of them go, "Oh, mother!" Like they loved her, right? And Bette Midler, when the bus first pulls up, and she doesn't know what a bus is, she puts (laughs) both of her sisters behind her, and she stands in front. I didn't notice that. Yeah, she protects her sisters by putting them behind her. That's brilliant. Yeah, the fact that Sarah slept with Billy, Headless Billy, um, right? (laughs) And. Sarah is still in good graces with Winifred, but Billy was had his mouth shut and was murdered. Right. You know, nothing bad ca- happened to Sarah, right? Like that's just yeah. she's her sister, and you know yeah. what? If you fuck with my sister, you're in trouble. So, yeah. yeah. And then we also have scenes. Brilliant. where... Brilliant. Like, near- Mary is comforting Winifred when Winifred has finally like the Dark night of the Soul part of the movie where yes. uh, she's lost the book. It's about, you know, right when they open the book yeah. or whatever, we we get to see Mary like taking care of her older sister. And she's like, Oh, everything is terrible, and she's being very melodramatic, yeah. and she's just given up and she's determined that she's going to die. And yeah, yeah Mary is comforting her as best as she can, right? So yeah.
2: Was, yeah. You know, it's a brilliant bit of character crafting mm-hmm. with those witches. Because they easily could have done a hundred different things with those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow the writers and the director just really got that interaction right.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: just really nailed down those characters and what made them fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And s- very, very, very close to empathizable. Like, yeah. you know, if I have to be reminded that they wanted to kill children. <laughs>
0: Um, and then, well, and they want to kill, so, mm, yeah, they definitely make them cartoonishly bad, right? Yeah. And they are leaning very far into witchcraft is evil, and there's all these things about it, like, you have this book that clearly was made out of a human being at some point, because it's got an eye, and it's, like, stitched skin or something.
2: Yeah, it's a very Necronomicon kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and Bette Midler clearly has an almost romantic relationship with this book. She loves yeah. this
2: book. Yeah. 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 She absolutely does.
0: Yeah. Um, and the book loves her back, right?
2: Yeah. Speaking of weird, like romantic things, one scene that really bothers me and I, cause I, I don't get it, is the scene where the sisters get off the bus mm-hmm. and they meet the devil, Satan. Yeah. Satan. And it's a guy dressed as Satan, obviously.
0: Yeah. But and very poorly. Like he's wearing like a red yeah. leotard.
2: Yeah. And, um, and then they go into his house.
0: Mm-hmm. He invites
2: them in. They have, a, but the, like the dude's not throwing a party.
0: It's supposed to look like it, but then you go in and there's no one there. There's no it's one really there. Weird.
2: It's, yeah, it's just him, the three sisters, and his wife.
0: Mm-hmm. And Who's not even doing any Halloween thing. She's on right, a recliner not, with curlers in her hair, watching TV. Yeah,
2: and then the, the witches are like, "Oh, it's Medusa." Yeah, <sighs> which was hilarious. That whole second, yeah. it was it was a funny bit. The whole mm-hmm. bit was funny, but I just didn't get the logic behind it. I was like, why are they going into his house? Why do you invite them in? Why are they still there?
0: Why it is just he didn't a make it, yeah, why is who's dancing yeah. with a hot woman while his right. wife is around?
2: Right. I, I got know. why the sisters were there, because they thought he was the devil.
0: I also am like, but, okay, if they've... Because clearly they have been to hell, apparently. Bette Midler mentions yeah. it later. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> Bette Midler has been to hell <laughs> and she liked it. So, yeah, they know what the devil place. looks like. So, what this tells me is, does the devil actually look like that? Is that why they, they were fooled? Because
2: – That's what I think. I think, if like, they've
0: actually seen Satan and Satan's just an old man in a red yeah. leotard, brah!
2: <laughs> in, my, in my head canon, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not, not really to the movie, but in my head canon, uh, the, my own little private joke is that actually was Satan. Oh, like that's actually him just like chilling at the top. But like, we don't know as an it's audience. Like, I just
0: want to see what my girls hand- ha- are up to. You
2: want, you wanted to hand out candy at Halloween. That's just like mm-hmm. something he likes to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's just his, his, his wife is just some lady, yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> some
2: lady who does not take his shit. Um, yeah.
0: That's a, that's Persephone. Yeah.
2: Right there. <laughs> like, this is, that's, that's my head headcanon. That's what I want it I to be. I love it.
0: I love it so much. You know. I'd read that short um, story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the witches are trying to find the book they wander around town get into all these interactions their brooms get stolen which is real shitty like three little girls dressed as witches are just like oh look at these cool brooms they're just gonna take them and run off Yeah. <laughs> okay but we did that so we could get to the to the gag which is where
2: they take the bus
0: right well it's not just yeah they take the bus the bus driver, that is the problematic a problematic aspect of this movie. That was one of the main ones. What is it with bus drivers? And Mrs. Doubtfire, the bus driver, problematic. This guy, so the bus pulls up. They've never seen a bus before. They're like, what is this box <laughs> that people are in with all these seats? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he's like, well, uh, he's being immediately very flirty. Like, yeah.
2: Maybe there was, like, just a a lot of skeezy bus drivers in L.A. in the 90s.
0: Maybe so. but So he says something like, I can take you to whatever your deepest desires are. And then one of them mm -hmm. says, oh, no, Bette Midler says, we desire children. And he says, (laughs) it might take a couple times, but I think I can do that. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, what? To these three women? And then later, without any explanation... We see the bus again, and Sarah is on the bus driver's lap, driving yeah. the bus. Yes, yeah. so Definitely. she's clearly got, got a, a weird, childlike but sexual charisma.
2: Yeah, that is actually very... this is a good place to talk about that. Yeah, because here's what here's what drives me a little like here's what I don't like about that. Right, like she dressed very provocatively, mm-hmm. like tight clothes, low it's cut. Better. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the, um, showing off lots of cleavage. And, you know, Sarah's Jessica Parker is beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: very hyper-sexualized. Mm-hmm. But her, the way she acts is like a child.
0: Very simple-minded. She
2: is very simple-minded, childlike. Gets hooked on words and bounces around.
0: Dances.
2: Dances. Um, and it's just, I, it's weird those two things together. Um, and the movie plays it off.
0: I mean, I have met women that definitely lean into that sort of personality. Mm-hmm. I actually... Oh, this is this is a snapshot into Caitlin's high school mind. Let's go back. I actually did a social experiment. In high school, I was not... What do I... Hmm. Okay. We're trying to figure out how to articulate this. In high school, I was not one of the pretty girls that got asked out or whatever. Right. Like I was not in that sphere of whatever. Right. I was very nerdy and very like, I was the, I was the girl that you would ask to be on a group project with you. So she'd do all the work, not the girl you'd ask to prom. Um, And so, uh, and I used a lot of big words to hide the fact that I felt small and insecure. And I, was intimidating, apparently. No, that, that's other people's words, not, not mine, although now I lean into it. So, But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I actually did a social experiment once because I was volunteering at this haunted house to earn money for something. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to act as silly and ditzy as possible. And I wish I were exaggerating when I tell you that I had literally 12 different guys in a circle around me by the end of the night. And I was like, wow, I'm the exact same person, but creepy.
1: That's I didn't
0: weird. do anything with any of them. I was just like, well, it's good to know. And I left.
1: <laughs> but
0: I was like, wow.
2: was like, yeah. all right, that's enough. Noted. Everyone go away. Yeah.
0: It was all about a bunch of people that didn't know me, but were still around yeah. my age and whatever. And so it was the perfect opportunity just to see what you could be if you altered your personality a little bit. So it's definitely one of those things where I don't know if this movie is trying to do that. Probably not. Right. It's more likely that she's being forced into this role, but I can see why women want to do that. Right. Especially Mm -hmm. if you, if you really internalize the idea that however many men want you, that is your value, which is something I struggled with for a really long time. Um, Yeah, I can see that being, You know, you sort of just sort of lean into it, and you're like a cutesy girl, and then men love cutesy girls. Some men
2: love cutesy Mm -hmm. girls. So, I wonder, like, and I feel like a lot of it comes with that, um, like, all the the weird youth worship. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, so like with Sarah Jessica Parker dressing provocatively, well, not provocatively, but dressing sexually Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: acting younger,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: like, because like all the the men in this movie, um. Who are interested in the witches almost mm-hmm. exclusively go after Sarah mm-hmm. and not the other two.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I wonder, you know, that's, that's why I, I just feel kind of weird about it the way they, they infantilize her
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then also make her a sexual object.
0: Yep. I am 100% with you there. It's a common I think that's thread. Just a little in, weird. Yeah, it's a common thread in media, right? Infantilizing mm-hmm. women.
2: Absolutely. And it's which I actually interesting. have a little bit to say when we get to doing Pretty Woman.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting, too, though, because I feel like her personality is also just very scattered. Like, it may not mm-hmm. even be as childlike as it is, more like ADHD, right? She's very distractible, <laughs> and she gets hooked on to things, and when she talks about playing with people because she's always saying, Ooh, can I play with him? Ooh, can I play with him? Yeah. At one point when they get off the bus, uh, the guy says, Hey, can I get your number? And Sarah Jessica Parker says, you'll hate me in the morning, which leads me to believe that it's a honey pot. It's a honey trap. Like
1: mm. she
0: probably lures men into these right. positions. And then where do they get all those dead man's toes, Matt? Oh, just saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So hey. it may
0: just be too dark for Disney to include, but maybe it's just like, <laughs> yeah, we use her. And she, cause she had, she had some self-awareness about it. And yeah. then Bette Midler also did. She was like, trust me, you'll hate her in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, is well, it because
2: she's...
0: you'll be dead?
2: Yeah. Well, and then she also uses like, they also use. Her to lure the children. It's like that's her witch mm-hmm. power, is the luring power.
0: Yeah, her, her witch then, power is purely a charisma that brings people yeah. to her, I guess. So she
2: lures people, and then um, Mary. That's that's the other witch, right? Mary?
0: Yeah, Mary can smell children. Yeah, Mary
2: can smell children. She seeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then um, Winifred Bett Midler
0: Brains of the does operation. all the other magic.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, at the beginning, Winifred's like shooting the lightning out of her hands willy nilly, and then we never yeah. see it again.
2: We see it one more time. Oh, we do? Yeah, so she uses it on Thackeray Binks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to like initially subdue him. And then right. she turns him into a cat. Um, I have so many
0: questions about the magical system in this movie, but I don't think that there will no, be ever any coherent no understanding. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> yeah. And then she uses the lightning again against uh, Max mm. at the very beginning. And I think there's a little bit later, but um, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It never plays a huge plot role. It's just kind of there when it's needed and it's gone when it's yeah. not.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, they're being chased on brooms at one point, And I'm like, just mm-hmm. lightning, all of them, right? Like, where yeah. what are the limits here? So... And the whole idea about you can't touch hallowed ground, but you can fly over it. You know, there's just so many magical system questions I have.
2: Well, like, yeah. If I were to make a D&D that, rule
0: book about this universe, yeah. what would
2: it be? No, it, it wouldn't work because she's not allowed to touch hallowed ground, but then later in the movie she actually does. Yeah, but that's why map. she
0: turns to stone.
2: Is that why, or is it because the sun was coming up?
0: No, because the other witches, oh, I actually the sun discovered this. Them. The sun explodes them, but she turns to stone and then she explodes. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. It took a while.
0: Yeah, same. Because they like, wrestled oh, for a while before she
2: turned to stone. If it yeah. had happened right away, I would have I picked that up, I think.
0: That does but. also explain why they have very long, drawn-out reactions to things that they think that are going to happen that are bad. Right. Yeah. Every time they're tricked, quote unquote, into something bad happening, they're very dramatic about it. And they're like, oh, and they <laughs> chew on the scenery for minutes, right? Oh, like, ah, oh, the yeah. rain of death. And they're screaming and they're all laying on the ground like they're dead or they're trying to get out of the whatever.
2: Yeah. The, the, it takes a little
0: while, I guess, to, to yeah. set in.
2: <laughs> the, the, the acting in this film is just so wonderfully theatric and over the top and just entertaining. It's just it
0: entertaining. Is.
2: It's, um, it's for
0: kids and it's great.
2: Yeah. Speaking of, of Baxter turning into a cat.
0: <laughs> Thackeray? So,
2: yeah. So when they... Oh, well, Binks. I say Baxter. Whoops. Um, speaking of Thackeray Binks being a cat, you know, after um, the witches do their musical number and, and, and all the adults in the film are dancing till they die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they... The kids get the idea that, oh, I have an idea of how we'll get rid of these witches, and they trick them into a, a uh, kiln,
1: mm-hmm.
2: a, a clay kiln at the high school, and they burn the witches, and they think the witches are gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So they're doing their little victory dance. They go home for the night, and they all kind of go to sleep in, in uh, Max's room,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And they're all together because they're all traumatized.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but, like, it was really weird that Binks was a cat when he needed to be a cat. Mhm. And like Danny was cuddling Binks mm-hmm. as they slept cuz I'm like Binks is like a 300-year-old <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I was I mean, like if oh he's, that's
2: that's kind of weird. And then I mean, he eats mice the when older he eats brother mice. brother
0: role maybe. Yeah. He,
2: uh... I just felt that was weird. I was yeah, like, why is like, this 300-year-old boy cuddling with this 8-year-old girl in the bed? Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Because you could see it as weirdly inappropriate, but there's nothing that ever indicates that that's a thing, right? Like, there's no other yeah. overtones of that. It's clearly no, just- No, there are no using, overtones of
2: that. There's, yeah. We're
0: using movie logic. He's a cat yeah. now, right? He's a cat when he needs he's, to be a cat. He's the family pet, yeah.
2: We have lightning uh, when we need lightning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think the weird emphasis on the big brother little sister relationship in this movie, like, I've never really seen that before, I guess, or something. Like, I can't think of any other movies where it's such a strong point of the plot, right? It's a strong
2: point of the plot, but it doesn't feel like an important theme of the movie, which is weird. You know, like, I didn't get a strong sibling love feel from this movie as, as an older sibling. Like I didn't, Mm -hmm. I just didn't really feel that kind of connection in this film. It was just like, I was told it was a theme, but it wasn't. Right.
0: It's actually more, there's more of a strong sibling connection between the witches than there is between the actual human siblings. Yeah.
2: yeah That's true. That's very true.
0: Yeah. And their reactions are very stilted and contrived, right? Like when, Mm -hmm. Um, Danny first gets really upset at Max for saying something horrible or whatever. She throws herself dramatically onto a pile of pumpkins and he comes over and says, Uh, can you give me one more try? And she says, Why should I? And he says, Because I'm your brother. And that's all he says. And then she gets mm-hmm. she like devolves into a fit of giggles. And I'm like, There is nothing funny about that statement. No. And also, what? Like uh, Yeah. No, I'm like,
2: I'm sitting there, I'm like, the writer has never had a sibling. Yeah. Those writers never had a brother or a sister.
0: Yeah. And we're also supposed to, in the same way that we're supposed to understand the Puritanism of evil and good and the Mm -hmm. importance of virginity and that sort of stuff, despite the fact that there's no other religious tones in this movie. um, We're also supposed to understand that the big brother, little sister bond is one of protection I guess right.
2: Right. Yeah. There's nothing protector There's and no protected. back and
0: forth. It's just yeah. she's an object to protect, right? Yeah. And they're interchangeable, clearly, because Zach Thackeray. Sorry, I keep wanting to say Zachary. Thackeray immediately latches onto Emily, and then the idea that he was a teenage boy, and then for 300 years has been trapped and all he wants to do is get back to his family. Maybe it's just my relationship with my family, but that seems very unlikely. Like if I were a teenage Mm. boy, I'd be like, man, I really wish I were a human. So I could bang.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was taken from him though. Right. Like his family was taken from him. He didn't leave.
1: That's true. And it was his whole life
2: was taken from him. So he just wants to get back to his life
0: to that in a way by dying. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just, I think I just have questions about the intense desire for protecting little sister. Cause it's almost like only protect them when they're little, little too. Right. Like Mm -hmm. little sisters only matter if they're little, once they're grown up in witches, they don't matter anymore. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just interesting. I can't quite pin down what it is that I want to say about that.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. It is interesting.
0: Something about I, maybe the truest value of being a woman is that young, innocent existence, right? And mm. then and then later... I mean, I guess Allison's also pure, right? She's always very... Yeah.
2: Well, actually, that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not so sure.
0: I'm not so sure either. When he asks if never... she wants to light the candle, she right. says, uh, no thanks, or something. Yeah, but the way she says which... it makes me think...
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, you know, they never explicitly say it in the film because mm-hmm. it's a kid's movie and that would be weird.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But like the way she's like, no, I don't think so. It's almost like, well, no, it wouldn't work for me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I got
2: too, Right? Yeah.
0: I was like, aha! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> also, she's gorgeous and she looks way yeah. older than Max in this movie. Oh,
2: absolutely. I, yeah. I, I don't know what age the actress was when they filmed this. But, yeah. I mean, it's, you know... It, at the time nineties kids film high school, all those actors were probably in their twenties.
0: Right. Know? In fact, there's a guy in the first scene that we have Max in, after he gives Allison his number, he walks off and this dude stops him and says, You don't have a chance or something. That oh, man yeah. is clearly in his mid to late twenties. His eyebrows right? are older than some of the characters in this in this movie. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you have no place in this. You have no place in this film, sir.
2: <laughs> All these, all these Salem, Massachusetts people with L.A. accents in their 20s <laughs> in high school. Yeah. The education system there is just failing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it clearly is because they are only teaching about witches. That's the whole thing. Right. They're the teaching about
2: a, a myth about three witches from... I mean, it was Halloween. It was probably their special <laughs> lecture <laughs> for the day, right? Like, people can have fun at school. I know. Not us, but people.
0: I actually had a really cool English teacher who every Halloween you'd walk in and all the lights would be off and all the desks would be pushed against the wall and they'd all have candles on them. And we would just sit on the floor with her and she'd read us Edgar Allen Poe. And I have such fond memories of that. She was an amazing teacher. That's cool. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what that's like. (laughs)
0: Sorry, I was just laughing ahead of time at the very long silence and your face, which is huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good teachers are super important. Yep. So
1: I don't,
2: hocus I don't really have a yeah, hocus pocus. I don't really have a whole lot to say about this one. It was an entertaining film. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not
0: that salty about it. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: You know, the one thing I will say in critique of this film is that like the pacing is really bad. Mm-hmm. Like it takes, it takes like 40 minutes to get into act two. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of time doing setup of the Sanderson sisters at the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, everything just feels really slowly paced. It feels like a TV movie, not a theatrical movie, mm-hmm. almost like I'm waiting for the commercial breaks and some of the edits are a little long, so it'll fit into a time slot. Um, <laughs> yep. Like, so, but like it wasn't, it was a theatrical release, um, but there are moments in this film that are just absolutely delightful. And I think that's really why you're watching it. You're watching it for those moments. I think the movie as a whole, like, I think kids these days are really spoiled on kids' films. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just, like, with Pixar especially, like, they nailed the storytelling and the pacing and how these how these stories are supposed to be told. In the Mm -hmm. 90s, they, like, I don't know, it just wasn't there yet. So, yeah. Pixar specifically, uh,
0: yeah. Pixar is a machine that has been perfectly designed to squeeze emotions out of people.
2: Yeah. And they, and they changed the game. Really, mm-hmm. when it came to children's entertainment, Pixar really, really changed the game. So kids are spoiled now. And I'm watching this now. And I'm, you know, I'm watching a ton of Pixar movies with my kid. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm watching this now. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. <laughs> and, then, and then a fun moment will happen. And I'll be like, yay! Yeah,
0: That could be the ADHD, Matt. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hush. Hush, you. Yeah.
0: Um, I was worried going in, and then afterwards, I was like, you know, there are a couple of things. There's some toxic masculinity, you know. Max is obviously yeah, supposed to be a oh, man, yeah, and whatever. But yeah, all in all, it's not great, it's not terrible. And it, yeah, it's, it's not a terrible. Fun, it's fun. To fun watch. Halloween movie. So yeah, um, fun fun
2: movie to watch. You know,
0: I will say, um, of course, that the portrayal of witches is, is horrible. Because yeah,
2: witches is like an evil thing. Like we said earlier, the the witch trials were were not a good thing.
0: Yeah, and also people who do identify as witches are not evil because of that, right? Right. Um, evil people do tell evil things. You, <laughs> yeah. When you said this episode was going to be short, I was like, well, if it's too short, I will just talk about how uh, witch witches and people who identified as witches and herbalists have been completely underrepresented in their roles. For how mm-hmm. science has moved forward
1: yeah. and
0: healing and medicine, mm-hmm. right? Because they're female coded, right? So only yeah, absolutely. only male contributions to anything like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: were useful. So you'd have a you'd have a dude a hundred years later be like, look at this, look at this willow bark. It does such good stuff. <laughs> and the the town which has been giving it to people right. for generations and she learned it from right. her grandma, which, right. you know.
2: Yeah. And so, willow bark is aspirin, right?
0: Yeah salicylic acid yeah so
2: yeah <laughs> um oh man and there's a reason why when i say witcher you think of a very specific thing and not the concept of witcher mm-hmm. right you think of the story the by the the um the polish writer or you think of the video game or you think of the netflix series um, right but witcher was that's what that's what you called a male witch Oh, but we don't. We don't have I didn't know
0: that. That's super cool. Yeah. I always thought witcher. it was warlock. I thought it was Witch and yeah.
2: warlock. I think that kind of came later. Like yeah, you know, just because
0: warlock has no a much one knows what a witcher like, is
2: because yeah, the witchers there was no witcher craft yeah. trials
0: and now know? a witcher at least all I can think of, is Geralt of Rivia
2: exactly where he's yeah, just going to go
0: and kill a bunch of witches and that's not what we want either. Yeah, so.
2: I think I mean there's definitely interesting stuff there. Um, people should should go look into that because there's, there's some neat. Neat stuff, Mm -hmm. but yeah, there's definitely like the concept of witch and and the female involvement. Like the two are um, intertwined; you can't separate the two. Mm -hmm. Female and and witch and witchcraft,
1: and like historically,
2: what that meant. You know who who did witches? My absolute favorite. I've mentioned this before. is Terry Pratchett.
0: Terry Pratchett,
2: the witches and Terry Pratchett are fantastic. I cannot get over it. I love. Um, you know, I love the Tiffany aching series, but I really love, um, just like the witches abroad and the, just mm-hmm. those three, you know, Nanny Og and Magrat and, um, and granny weatherwax. They're just fantastic. And the way they play off of the myth of witches and some of the history of witches
1: mm-hmm. and
2: like the way it plays in the Discworld mythos, like Terry Pratchett is just great. His books got me through some really hard times. Everyone should read Terry Pratchett. I have almost all the Discworld books. Um, If you're looking for a place to start, you could do a lot worse than starting with The Witches.
0: Yeah, I keep meaning to um, actually start reading those at some point when I get time to read. um, What I was going to say as well is that the reason witches are evil, or at least my opinion about why the reason witches are seen as evil... It it is from a feminist standpoint, right? So witches historically were women that had power and independence.
2: Yes, and you can't have that.
0: No, yeah. And direct comparison to the puritanical idealism where the the woman is subservient to the man, Mm. and men are the head of the religious uh, life of the household and the town and head of everything, and women have very limited roles. I mean, they are... Women are important in that they the things that they do are necessary, right? Taking care yeah. of the home, cooking. They well, work yeah, with very the Britons, hard. There's
2: a very strict hierarchy. Right. You know, like, and these people were so strict, they got kicked out of fucking England. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh,
0: we don't want your kind around here. We want a divorce.
2: <laughs> super strict hierarchy of, you know, a woman is subservient to man as a man is subservient to God. Um, so, yeah, which is a direct... Directly opposed to that as a woman in power.
0: With knowledge and, you know, so it's hard to tell if it's, it's because they can't be separated. It is both religious Mm -hmm. fervor against witchcraft and also misogyny wrapped up together in a beautiful anti-witch burrito.
1: And by beautiful, Mm. I
0: mean beautiful, like something that's horrible.
1: (laughs)
2: Right. That's what it's more like. It's the after the burrito.
0: Yeah like a moldy burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tired. My metaphors are not on point today.
2: <laughs> no, that's terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hopefully. I was, I, still... I was just going
2: with it because, you know, we're friends. <laughs>
0: oh Well, you know, I do appreciate that. But yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really terrible combination. And mm-hmm. a lot of women legitimately died horrible deaths because oh, it horrific. was convenient. Yeah, it was convenient to... <laughs> to um, use this against them, right? Whether they were witches or not, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, if you're a witch, but you're a good witch who heals and whatever, or even if just, you're just a self-involved witch and you don't happen to kill babies, right? <laughs> you should be yeah. fine, but no, you know, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And so what they had the thing where, you know, they, they tie you up to a, a rock or something or throw you into mm-hmm. a river. And if you floated you in a river you were a witch and right. they'd burn you. But if you sunk and drowned, you weren't a witch, but at least you went to heaven, I guess.
2: Right. And they all or remembered you fondly, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. a consolation prize.
0: Yeah. And then they were like, oh dog, we're sorry. This is bad.
2: <laughs> Whoops are so, bad.
0: Yeah. Well, sorry about <laughs> sorry that. Sorry about that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just picturing like I'm picturing them like throwing a witch and they die. It's like, ooh, that's egg on my face. <laughs>
0: It's a good thing. Women are a dime a dozen.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's go get us another one.
0: Yeah. Oh God. So dark. Um, (laughs) I have really been enjoying the resurgence of witchcraft and paganism in popular culture. And as a women empowerment movement, it's been really nice to see. One of my favorite subreddits is witches versus the patriarchy. It's just such a beautiful, safe space and everyone's so supportive. And, you know, um, and
2: the, the memes are pretty good.
0: The memes are great. The
2: yes. <laughs> memes are pretty good.
0: <laughs> and also, there's not the restrictions in paganism and witchcraft that other religions are associated with, right? Like, it's not mm. like it's shown in Hocus Pocus. It's really more of a spirituality or a connection with nature mm. or yourself or whatever whatever calls you to have that sort of thinking or doing, right? It's It's more of an yeah. intention setting and self-reflection and it's just really beautiful so
2: mm-hmm. yeah you know it probably won't be very beautiful i just Goldy found this burritos. out today just found this out today i'm transitioning poorly
0: focus focus too yes oh i'm sorry did i ruin your
1: that's okay
0: still focus focus
1: too you did that's okay
2: i understand <laughs> <laughs> we got that we got that ADD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we got H- the Hocus, Hocus Pocus and two. We're like, oh, I'm excited! I have to interrupt you.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that Hocus Pocus two is, is apparently filming uh, for a 2022 release. Um, now normally, if you see something like if you're on IMDb and you see like pre-production, that could mean the film's never, ever, ever going to get made, mm-hmm. right? But if you see filming, that means it's active production. That means they're they're actually doing stuff towards the making of the movie. So that's a thing that's actually going to exist. And I just like I don't know that we need a hocus pocus too.
0: <laughs> yeah. There are very few sequels that hold their hold their water. Yeah. Pixar sequels that Pixar chose to make, like Toy Story 2 and 3 and 4.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Are astonishingly
2: good. Yeah. But even those like aren't always like, okay. You probably I hope you haven't seen them because like, why would you cars two.
0: I have not seen Cars 2 specifically. Cars 2 is terrible. This looks terrible.
2: It's terrible. It's awful. So, like, there's a joke. Like, Cars, there's like, as far as I know, there are three Cars movies. Um, First Cars movie, racing. Second Cars movie, James Bond shit. Third Cars movie, racing. What? (laughs) (laughs) Cars 2 is like this weird James Bondy bullshit. Like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. And, like, uh, fuck it. I guess they had probably filming issues with. uh, was it? Is it Owen Wilson who plays? Uh, oh, yeah, the main character. I'm, I'm guessing they couldn't get yeah, a whole lot so. of time with him, so so uh, they they made uh, uh, Tater the tow truck, Mater Mater the tow truck is the main character of the second one, and there's like <laughs> anti national spy nonsense. Oh, I
0: think I actually just... did see that one. Oh, god, it's just... it from my mind.
2: It's so dumb.
0: <laughs> I saw a shower thought about cars the other day, which was, yeah. why are there sidewalks in the Cars universe? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I
2: mean, if you're going to go that far.
0: <laughs> yeah, have got like, a lot of questions. Lots yeah. and lots of questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. But sequels. Sequels, largely not great. I also have a problem with people just turning things that are already... Popular into movies. Uh-huh. That's always been an issue for me. Right. So, you didn't
2: like the emoji movie?
0: I have, n- I will never see that movie.
2: But that's, it's got that's emojis. Probably,
0: yeah, it's probably queued up for me in hell and it will just play <laughs> on repeat while I'm fixing my grandmother's printer. That's my perfect hell.
2: While yeah. you're fixing your grandmother's printer?
0: Yes, my grandmother's oh my printer. God.
2: No, and it's not just I'm I've actually good. had
0: a dream about this. Like, it's that bad because for some reason, you're like, you're the you're the tech literate person in your family. So anytime you visit yeah. any family member, they're like, yeah, oh, this support. is broken and this is broken and this is broken and this is broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've had a dream where it was just like a line of 100 printers and they were all my grandmothers yeah. and I had to fix all of them. All right. Hocus Pocus. Not that bad.
2: Not that bad. Good movie. I There's going to be a can...
0: sequel. I will watch it. They actually, yeah. I, I, they got the characters back and apparently there yeah. was like a written sequel where Max and Allison have a daughter and it's all about the daughter 25 years later. See
2: that, that would be something. I would so that like sounds that. Interesting. I, th- I don't like, think they got the actor on... for Max back. I don't, I, I think I saw a headline the other day that he was not reached out to, to come in for Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Too.
0: But if it's 25 years later, you can find an adult man who looks like.
2: Sure. Yeah. He
0: might've been a Max, right? It's not the right. same as trying to replace Bette
2: Midler. Which, Hold on. If they, they couldn't you tell get me, her this... You tell me they're going to be able to replace a generic L.A. dude from the what? 90s?
0: <laughs> generic L.A. white dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. There's not it's a lot to- of
2: those in Hollywood.
0: It's hard to believe, but somehow they managed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Casting directors uh, can do anything.
0: What's interesting is Leonardo DiCaprio was almost max.
2: Oh, that would have been neat.
0: Yeah, he turned it down for What's Eating Gilbert Grape which was a good choice because what's yeah, pra- yeah. great is amazing. Yeah. And Leonardo DiCaprio was an excellent child actor. He fucking yeah. kicked ass. I don't yeah. know what his family was like. I don't want I don't to know, he was know what his into trauma doing was, that. but yeah, I mean, it must've been really bad because he never dates anyone over 25. So have mm-hmm. you seen that infographic? No. Oh, it's real bad. So it's basically an infographic of his relationships and the age of the women. I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to find it and oh, send dear. it to you.
2: Oh, um, oh dear. Yeah. Well, is, it, is it like ages he's, he's gotten with someone and broken up with them over time? Oh my god. Look at that pattern. This is like a zigzag.
0: Yeah, so you should describe this infographic for people who can't see All
2: it. All right. Let me see if I can pull it up I'll include larger. it in the notes. Yeah. So there's a, it's a graph. Um, let's see. Year?
0: Yeah, Leonardo's age. So the, the chart yeah. starts at 24 and he's dating yeah. someone. Yeah. He was 18 when
2: he's 24. Oh, okay. That's a little weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So the, the X axis is the year, like 99, Mm -hmm. 2000, 2001. Um, And then the Y axis is age. Um, And plotted and DiCaprio is, is orange and all the the women are blue. And then you see like the age of the one is dating will go up and then he dates someone new, goes back down. So like ages, and then someone new back down,
1: mm-hmm. um, and and the oldest one is, is twenty five. So basically, he'll date a woman, and once she, once she yep. hits twenty five, he
0: dumps her.
2: Yeah, that's what it looks like.
0: And while his age is continuing to go up, the the yep. latest thing is twenty nineteen, and the woman he's dating is twenty one, and he's forty four. E. Hmm. So,
2: well, I mean, if everyone's having a good time, I guess, yeah, like a, what does a forty four year old have in common with a twenty year old
0: I don't even know what I have in common with a twenty one year old yeah, I did make the mistake of dating someone who was twenty once when I was thirty it was It was horrible. Don't do it, <laughs> real bad, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. it was adorable though, uh at some <laughs> point, at some point, he was like, "Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but there's this band called Pink Floyd." And I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, they they don't they do quote this really the old cool-
2: magics to me. I was there when they were written."
0: <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, they have this really cool laser show we could go to." And I'm like, "Oh, the one I've already oh. seen twice because it's amazing." <laughs> yeah.
1: God yeah.
0: Damn. But anyway, so
2: hocus pocus, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Watch it. I'm it's not fun. actually salty. Um, what is yeah, our salt level? If we're
0: not too salty.
2: Um. You know, low sodium
0: low sodium sodium-free salt potassium chloride chlorine, instead yeah. of sodium
2: chloride like the seaweed stuff <laughs> the oh, the kelp yeah. kelp granules yeah the kelp you know,
0: umami salt substitute
2: grain. yeah i'm gonna go with kelp i'm kelpy
0: well another great week matt thank you
2: yeah thank you for joining me thank you for joining us audience uh, while we talk about yeah. who's supposed to. this was definitely one of the shortest Episodes on a movie we've recorded and so far. And the most
0: rambly. We might need to tighten this yeah,
2: up a little. We'll tighten up. Maybe we'll release this one as an in-between.
0: Yeah, this could be a light well, song. I don't
2: know. I don't know. Maybe we'll just release it normal because it is about a movie. It fits the theme. It's true. Um, but, but There's uh, not a
0: lot to talk about with this movie, which I thought is interesting. Yeah, and
2: it's a short movie. It's a 90-minute film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also made know? to
0: be very digestible and predictable.
2: Yes. Yeah, very digestible, very predictable. Um, mm-hmm. It's very like it's very simple. Everything, everything you need to know about the film is pretty upfront. Pacing is kind of slow. It takes a while to get there. That's the main criticism. I think the thing um, that, just that you said about
0: it being a theme park ride is 100% on, right? Like, it is on the yeah. rails you are following. You know what's going to happen. There's yeah. a couple of tiny surprises. You know, you have yeah. Billy, the, the scorned lover.
2: Yeah. Murder. He was, was wonderful. I, wish he, I remember him being in the movie more. But he wasn't, you know, it's it's funny how memory plays tricks on you on a short movie like that.
0: Yeah. Apparently in the UK version, none of the parts where his head came off were included. So at the end, yeah, at the end, when Danny, Danny gets out of a protective circle of salt to go help him get his head back. Mm -hmm. That isn't in the UK version. So in the UK version, it just pans to her and she's outside the circle and then she gets taken. It makes no sense. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe they're more mm-hmm. sensitive to head loss or whatever. But it's cartoonish head loss. It's like ah, yeah, uh-huh, like it's a soccer cartoony.
2: ball. Yeah, it's very cartoony. Yeah, it's very cartoony. I don't know. They don't like violence. We don't like nudity. Yeah,
0: it knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, it knows what it is, and it leans into it really hard. And it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't actually. I guess maybe it's hard to make any statements or, that are salty about this movie because it doesn't have any opinions. You yeah. Know?
2: yeah, it doesn't. It's very, very bland. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything out The virginity thing is weird.
0: That is very weird.
2: The virginity thing is weird. That's about it.
0: We're going to have a whole a whole show just about the representation of virginity in film, aren't we?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll do that as one of our light salt episodes.
0: Because mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting journey. Yeah. So Well, anyway, I hope you have a great week, Matt. Happy Halloween.
2: Happy Halloween, Kate. All right. I think that'll do it for today's episode. Thank all of you wonderful people out there for joining us. And if you like it, let us know with a review or a sub on your favorite platform for your podcast. Um, You can find more of us at www.mediumsalt.com or Twitter at medium underscore salt. Uh, Tell your friends, you know, shout it from the rooftops, climb some mountains, get yourself a bullhorn. You know, hey, I'd appreciate it. Have a great week. And as always, stay Stay salty. salty.